Sorry, fam, if I'm going to be start this episode off distraught, but your father over here, mm. Evan, mere moments before we started recording, looks at me and says, oh, God, my foot's really bothering me. And I go, really? Why? And he's like, well, because of the glass inside of it. OK, <laughs> this, he tells me this moments ago Correct. and I say, hey, babe, what do you mean? the glass inside of your foot. And he says, well, I got glass in my foot. And I said, I'm so sorry. Did that happen a few minutes ago? How did it happen? And he says, no, it happened four days ago. Mm -hmm. Hey, everybody. What the hell? Yeah, <laughs> go uh, to the doctor. No. I'll drive you to the walk-in clinic right now. We're gonna. I'm just letting you know. Seriously, uh-huh. as soon as we're done recording this, mm-hmm. because this is the priority. Yeah, yeah, as yeah. soon as we're done recording this, <laughs> I'm taking you to a walk-in clinic or something. You need to get this taken out of your foot because you then showed me the bottom of your foot briefly, and it's infected. Yeah, you're hobbling around. It's yeah. infected. Yeah. Well, uh, as many of what's wrong with you? So I broke a um a jar of mustard in the house, and glass went everywhere, and I didn't have shoes on when I did this. By the so way, I you think if up. your Roomba loves you the way you love your Roomba, that Bob Bobby Thrill would have mm-hmm. cleaned that up the for issue you? Is the issue is that I I'm just saying I did this when I was cleaning it. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm cleaning up gobs of this stuff i'm trying to try to clean okay, it I'm up sorry i interrupted you but i'm just letting you and know in the moment you think i stepped that on the glass roomba loves not, you yeah the roomba does not love you because the roomba would have protected you the roomba, a human by the like way, me guys, would have protected you but don't the listen does to not. her propaganda right now roomba bob is absolutely <laughs> doing the house right now as we speak killing it doing an amazing yeah, job he absolutely made us start the podcast at a certain time because he's like well bob bobby thrill the roomba is gonna be is cleaning around this time so right. let's start recording so just so timing. you know my life is now revolving around when the, we the work Roomba around Bob's sched- schedule yeah. anyway yeah all the furniture above you know sea level well, you, you, want, table, you want it to be yeah, effective I know. Okay. Anyway, okay i interrupted you explain so it. i stepped on the glass i didn't know i stepped on so the glass you dropped, what was it that you dropped mustard it was like a glass jar of mustard oh, it was great but it was new and it exploded everywhere so that i'm cleaning oh, so up I mustard and glass one. What? I have to order a new. No, no, no. We have, we have Grey Poupon. Poupon. This okay. was a different different one. Okay. You're really, you know, <laughs> this is like not important. Okay. Um. So I step on the glass, but I didn't know I stepped on the glass. So for the last three days, I've been pulling glass out of my foot, like randomly. I'm like, oh, my toe hurts. Why is that? And I look and there's a little piece lodged in the side. I'm pulling it out. So what happened is, is I stepped on this one, didn't know it. And then a couple days later, I start feeling pain. The issue is that like I clearly healed over it. So like, I don't even know exactly where it is. So then as many of you know, also I am a self-proclaimed surgeon. Yeah, he always performs surgery. I we do surgeries this. on myself. He will literally take, don't, please don't do this at home, everybody. This is not an informative podcast. Yeah. This is us just shooting the shit all the time. Please do not perform this on yourself, but Evan will extract I'll do, I'll things I'll use with kitchen knives and I mean, needles and I'll start yeah. just, so you, now, like if I have a big splinter or something, I'm just going to town on that <sighs> thing. 
So I went to town on my foot to get it out, but I was unsuccessful and I don't know where it is. It's like there's a general region probably like this big, like a like a nickel sized region where I know. No, yeah, like a nickel sized region where I'm like, it's in there somewhere. I don't know where. So I'm like going to town on it. The issue is if you don't get it the first time, now it's kind of like mangled. So you have glass just floating around in your foot. And yeah. You're not and, sure and, where. and it's really starting to hurt now. Like it's, yeah, st- it's starting to it's hurt to the infected. point where I'm, where I'm walking and it's when like you painful. showed it to me, the back of your foot is like so infected. It's not good. You need to go to the doctor. But the issue is if I go to the doctor, it's going to be like a stitches situation. And it's because like, I'm going to be, no, I got to, I'm all figured out. I'm going to soak it. I'm going to soak it. <laughs> so good. Please do not do what your father here does. Okay. Listen, you know, I'm just doing medicine to myself. I'm figuring it out. I'm, I'm doing just, what you can. Well, listen, here's the bottom line. We're taking you to the doctor when uh-huh. we're done. Uh-huh. Okay. And be honest, that piece of glass, mm-hmm. you say you didn't notice it for a few days. You noticed it right away. No, I didn't notice it right away. But like that night, I remember thinking to myself, like, I wonder if that's like a little bit of like a callus or something or whatever. And then I ignored it for a couple of days and then it started to really hurt. So I was a little, uh, I wasn't sure. Well, anywho, everybody. Hi, hello. So, Sorry, I was a little distraught. We literally, like this man said this to me moments before mm-hmm. he pushed record. Mm-hmm. And I don't have Lee here. We miss you, Lee. We love you, I Lee. Know. Lee is still um, on, on the other vacation. side of the world yes. overseas. And I wish that he was here right now because he would be like, Evan, you need to go to the doctor right now because Lee and I are companions in this yes. way. And so now... Right before this episode starts recording, you tell me this, and now I feel a little bit distraught, and then you mm-hmm. show me the bottom of your foot, and I'm like, come on now. Yeah, it's hurting. Don't know if it's going to get better or worse. I'm not sure. I'm kind of starting to feel a little bit like the mind over matter if I kind of like focus don't, hard no, enough. don't do that. It'll kind of like just <laughs> push it out. You know what I mean? Like maybe my foot will reject the glass. And so over time, it'll just be like, it'll just spit it out. One day, I'll just be like, oh, there's glass in my shoe. No, there don't, it is. don't do that. No? Okay, we'll see. <laughs> don't do that. We'll see. Well, listen, we're not here today to talk about glass, Mm-mm. Evan. We're Mm-mm. here today to talk about gold. Oh, God. <laughs> you guys, apologies all around for that. That was that was good, like on paper. That was like, but but it was come on, very... it's just we're, we're, th- we're, me- mess- we're mixing metals here, kind of. We're mixing oh materials. Gosh, we're alchemists? I felt like that was kind of very much like a daytime talk that was, show that was moment, like, and I came up with that myself. That I didn't have a writer. Good. You didn't have a writer. You didn't have a prompt. Saying. That was very good. You know what? I, I retract. That was very good, babe. Proud of you. Thank you so much. <laughs> but we're here today to talk about gold yes. because we are recapping our thoughts on the golden wedding, yes. the golden bachelor wedding, the wedding of Gary and Teresa. A lot better than I thought it was going to be. I was a little hesitant. I was a little nervous when they were talking about this. I was going, like, oh, I don't think this is going to be that good. And then it ended up being great. Okay. Do you know what? Yeah. I saw so much online people being like, thought it was what? bad. What? Yeah. What didn't they like about it? I, I'm not exactly seeing 100% sure what it is that people aren't like liking. Like resounding negativity? I'm just or just that like I think there was, there was... People were just saying like they wanted more. Now, oh. okay, listen. I'm going to tell you why the two reasons why I thought it was very good. Okay. And I absolutely enjoyed it. Now, granted, the one looming reason of it not vibing 
is the Amazon in the room, which was, it was so heavily sponsored by Amazon. I was just like almost waiting for Jeff Bezos to be like a hologram in one of the seats. Like that's how heavy. I think a lot of people were like, this is feels so strange. <laughs> I agree it was a little strange, but I also think like they've done it so much more gnarly in the past where it's That's like what I this felt entire like. thing is sponsored by this and at the, we're going to take a whole break and it's going to be all they did was twice mention Oh, your Amazon registry? No, there's more than that. And then also, uh, and I'm going to tell you more about the Amazon here in a so minute. I'm going to tell you more about the Amazon in a minute. Okay. Also, Evan, you and I didn't watch it like actually live. Yeah. We watched it uh, the next day. Oh, so then, So we didn't have the commercial break. And there was Amazon commercials every... Not only were there Amazon commercials, there were QR codes to Gary and Teresa's Amazon wedding registry that you could buy from. Whoa. <laughs> I wonder how much stuff they got. Oh, I... I would... <laughs> no, Evan. I don't Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> okay, you guys, that was dumb. That was dumb of me. Whoops. You were saying you could also buy Gary this. And Teresa a nice toaster oven. Almost like they got probably 6,000 glasses. Um, oh, okay. Sorry, you guys. I, like, thought, you know I wedding... thought they gave their QR code to buy them you're stuff. Like, you're you know saying... how wedding registries go. You know, you always get all of the same thing and what you're missing all these big major factors. You miss the slow cooker. No, Evan. It's not us buying things for if Gary and Teresa. You could also Teresa. buy them. You'd know what they got so you could get it as so well. So they put up their like wedding registry. Sure, got it, got and it. so I think a lot of the people. So granted, I think we very much missed out on a big factor that people were annoyed by yeah yeah um that's kind of the vibe i was getting i'm not 100 sure but i think it was very much like people like is there another amazon commercial yeah. and they have their wedding registry right qr code right. up um of course i looked at it yeah i scrolled through mm. big registry but i'm also a little bit like y'all are 70 <laughs> it's not like generally but no but i'm saying like Generally, a like a wedding registry. Like if I was them, yeah, I'd be like, forget the registry. Send us on a trip. Yeah, let's do something like sure. that. But like a wedding registry for seventy year olds. It's yeah. like generally a wedding registry is for people who are young and don't have anything. Well, they're so starting like, their lives together. I need plates. I need this. Sure. I need a, this. But it's like seven. Like you have all the things. You've lived the life. I know, but Evan, they didn't have a wedding registry. Oh. It's not real. God, why am I so gullible today? <laughs> I mean, I'm, everything you're telling me, I'm believing. Everything they're telling me, I'm believing. I'm the perfect. That's why you loved the wedding. I'm an amazing reality TV fan because I just believe everything. I just go, oh, really? I don't really believe it all. I think that's why it hits me so hard. And that's why sometimes when people are like, oh, here's the actual thing. I'm like, wait a second. What are you telling me? They're not actually in love? Why would they have a wedding registry? They both have they have their two own separate homes. I think they're coming together. I would yeah, imagine that's a lot of glasses. That they have, you know, oh, right. glasses. Combining the glasses, they have a billion glasses more. You guys, apologies, apologies. <laughs> Anywho, I'll tell you in a moment why I found it. Regardless of the Amazon plugs, yeah, well, I found it to be so enjoyable. We got to take one quick pause. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, cliffhanger! Ah. <laughs> I didn't even know what you were doing at first. Ooh, I was like, what? Oh, it was a cliffhanger. What I here's what I'm so interested by. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh wow good morning y'all good morning y'all okay and you <laughs> you jerk before we dive into this this cliffhanger um family so everyone this is a fact mm. everyone was looking absolutely gorgeous gorgeous stunning at the golden wedding yes. people were showing out and yes. showing up looking good uh the glam was glamming it was inspiration and i have to tell you the older and wiser i get my focus when it comes to glam has been my skin taking care of the skin i have its appearance and its health and one of the greatest ways i do that we do that actually is by using one skin, okay? One skin makes it easy with their science-backed approach to healthier skin. Yes, they do. We love one skin yeah, so much. It's seriously amazing. So good. Their products are powered by a scientifically proven peptide called OS1 that targets fine lines and wrinkles right where they start your cells. This isn't just another skincare routine. It's a real science breakthrough. In fact, OS1 is the first of its kind to actually turn uh, back the clock instead of just masking the signs of aging. With their full line of face, eye, body, sun, and travel size products, One Skin doesn't only promise healthier skin, they actually prove it. Mm -hmm. I'm all in. Jess and I have been using One Skin for about about a year now yeah. and we very clearly saw a marked difference yeah absolutely i recommend one skin to everyone since i started using it genuinely i'm recommending it to all the friends and family uh, like evan said i saw a marked difference with my skin quickly one skin also makes it so easy just cleanse pat your skin dry and apply twice daily okay that's it and here's the deal have products that you can't live without one Skin's topical face, eye, body, and shield can all be used with other products, and it easily fits into your current skincare routine, okay? One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code MOMDAD at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code MOMDAD. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them that we sent you New Year, healthier skin. That's oneskin, oneskin.co, code MOMDAD. Um, okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you, you ready oh, to hear? return to the cliffhanger. <laughs> you ready to hear why I loved it? Here are the reasons why okay. I loved it. First and foremost, sorry, maybe this is like, annoying inside baseball like the audio of it all mm -hmm. because i do I, I kind of will nerd out when it comes yeah. to like audio sound quality and all of this because i enjoy production. doing that the production i enjoy doing that with podcasting i was bewildered by the transitions that they had throughout with the camera angles the audio all sounded phenomenal there wasn't like crackling at least maybe they 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 um fixed it in post maybe the actual live yeah, wasn't as good was but when like we watched it it was like crazy the quality was incredible it looked like something that was pre-shot it looked like golden globes oscar yeah. vibes there was no and, and and everyone hosting like no stumbling no oh sorry oh 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 Oh, yeah, come over here. Because even when you like, you know, you see the like red carpets and all that stuff generally, there's like, okay, come over here. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, we got him. Okay, good. We get, there's, a there's, delay, there's a lot of that. There's a delay. Also, there's a like, very live feel. Then everybody in the background, everyone was just like partying and yeah. having fun and drinking in the background, and you weren't getting like all mm -hmm. this background noise. I it was kind of crazy. Thought it was the lighting it was felt perfect. Like a red carpet event to me, yeah. and I know it was the gold carpet, but it felt like a red carpet event to me. The way that it like. That they started off with interviewing people and they showed mm -hmm. the wedding and then they did. I thought it was I thought it was great. 
quality and, the quality of the production and the and like the thing was very good. And then also, the main reason why I absolutely loved it was because the golden girls were out here girling. Like yes. they were showing up and showing out with their skills. Kathy no, Kathy was the star. As a host. Was the star. And Susan as the officiant. Yeah. These these women, uh, Sandra showing up with the dancer. I mean, these women were showing up. Okay. Yeah. Natasha doing her speech, you know, about like stop watching your kids and <laughs> yeah, she's like, don't watch your kids anymore <laughs> everyone's like yeah yeah everyone's a little confused like should i cheer or <laughs> these women like yeah. came out the gate and were phenomenal like yeah. they showed us but genuinely like kathy and susan like the talent was through the roof you know what's really weird about through the roof all the the golden girls i guess you could call They're them. the golden girls uh when i watch all the golden girls on camera, like on interviews talking, they're like, bam, 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 like funny they're point, funny, funny point, yeah, yeah. In, interesting point, about per thing about themselves, a tagline, bam, bam, bam. and then you watch all like the 25 year olds from the show and they're just like, yeah, having a good time, thanks. Like, it's just the difference is like kind of wild. The it's golden like, girls, like every single one of the cast members of the golden girls could a hundred percent host a reality or a, could host a talk show. It's weird. Like, no question. They're weirdly good. I mean, when Kathy came out the gate, and also, by the way, shout out Charity. Charity was also phenomenal. Like, Charity just comes off dancing with the stars, crushes it. The woman can do everything, okay? Also, yeah. remember, like, what she does for work. I mean, the woman can do everything. Yeah. And God bless her because Charity was there and making sure that Kathy would get rained in. Well, it was like, <laughs> you know what it was? started to go off the rails. It was just like the New Year's Eve thing with Anderson Cooper and uh, what's his name? Oh, yeah. hundred percent. Andy Cohen. Andy Anderson Cohen. Cooper. Andy Cohen is the Kathy. He's yeah. kind of saying wild and shit. Anderson He's being Cooper funny. And Anderson Cooper is like the one that kind of just more delivers the info and it does the quick interview or whatever. And then, well, you he's, know, he's guiding. What's right. And then going Cohen's on. just kind of going, what's that? Because with Charity so was there when Charity's Kathy saying, yeah. many times was like another drink. And Charity's yeah. like, OK, <laughs> let's yeah. remember this is live TV. But because without Kathy. Not even close to the experience. So Kathy, in my mind, was the star. Kathy like, was the star of the entire she thing. She had funny things to say to every single person, which is crazy. I mean, like every single person, she'd have little funny lines and I bits saw people, and, too, like not vibing with the Kathy, inter the Kathy interviews. I you all need like, more joy in your heart. If you didn't like that part, I mean, it's like, what are you looking for? I was like, I was, wait, you, you're telling me that you didn't like Kathy going up to Zach and Katie and Katie saying she's allergic to cats and Kathy saying, guess what? For your wedding gift, I'm going to get you kittens. <laughs> yeah. It goes up to Faith and goes, so would you move for a guy, you know, because you and your dead horse in the backyard, like, uh, would you move for a guy? Would you move your dead horse for him? And she's like, like, just like, what? Like, you didn't like Kathy going up to Leslie <laughs> and being like, hey, you just came off of being absolutely heartbroken, devastated. This guy's the love on of your national life TV. on national TV. You just had a health scare and now you're here. Like, you didn't enjoy those things. Yeah, she goes, she goes, hey, Leslie. So, you know, you, you're, we all saw you got devastated live on national television absolutely heartbroken had a really bad health scare and now you're forced to be here how you feeling <laughs> <laughs> unless it's like well you gotta celebrate love it 
at our age. So I'm doing my best. And she's like, fantastic. You anyway, do. Faith, how's your dead horse? Like she was just unhinged in the best way. If you don't, I don't understand why you wouldn't like that. It was everything I needed. It brought me so much. Also, I was so curious if the producers, again, because let us not forget, this was live. This live, is, yes. That's hard, dude. That is so hard to do live shit like that. Dude, when like, she talked to Gary's, um, when she talked to Gary's daughter and was like, so other than the fact that I'm not going to be your mother-in-law, <laughs> what else are you sad about? Or like, how you doing? Like, that's hilarious. She was so quick. That's hilarious. <laughs> this is live. Like, this is no joke. No, and she had these hilarious bit after like, bit after I, I gotta, bit. I gotta be honest with you. Like, I'd love to see her host more. I know. I'm sorry, Jesse. You're I out. I want her to Kathy's host in. the whole thing. <laughs> the entire thing. Can you imagine a men tell all, a women tell all, and after the final rose hosted by Kathy, we would get literally all the tea we've ever wanted. No one would get away with having done anything. Like they'd be all called out and Kathy would just absolutely crash. You know, we, you know what we would, I would love is like during Joey's season for her to come in like night three yeah. and be like stirring shit up and like talking to all the ladies about it. Like, so what do you think? And I don't know. I heard she said this and kind of doing one of those and like causing chaos. I wouldn't be surprised if they have her show yeah. up. I bet they'll have some of the golden ladies show up for, for Joey's sure. season. For but sure. I think that she should just host the entire franchise. Dude, she's lit. But honestly, like truth, truth of the matter is a, a hosting live is no joke. So that hard. is so hard. <laughs> Jesse, Charity and Kathy were amazing. They did a great job. And then Susan officiating live. And one thing we did see was Jesse um, maybe middle of a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see the stress because he immediately addresses. He goes, OK, just so you know, I'm here. Very excited to be here. Um timing's not great because my wife's right now about to have a kid so sweetie you know I, the phone's right here just in case you call um so i love you and just so you know like i didn't know this was gonna be on the schedule they added this and uh, it's a part of my contract just you know babe i love you so much uh do and then you, you know he, he's just like okay i need to survive this so that i don't have to pay back this debt for the rest of my life like you could just see it in his eyes like remember to smile remember to be present i'm so I, I was surprised that he even addressed it at the top i was wondering if it was just in case she did i mean if she would have gone into labor he would have had to he like would he have left that's my big question like right. why did they address it at the top like was it because of the social media of it all if people were like oh my god you know, I am a nurse and Jesse's wife is at the hospital giving birth. Yeah. <laughs> like hashtag Jesse's wife. And there's just like tons of pictures of all these nurses. Yeah. I mean, I, it was, or was it because he was like planning genuinely on being like, Hey, I have to jet any moment. If my wife goes into labor, like I'm, I'm very curious about that because also I don't know where Jesse lives and Lakinta sure is even if he okay so if he's in hours. LA, Lakinta is two hours from. Right. Yeah. I well, I'm a big you know I mean, you know me I believe all things on TV. Yeah, hundred percent. So <laughs> I believe that it was true because it was it was like weird. You know what I mean? Like it was that like what was true that he needs to go like right after. 
Like that it is oh, on no, the 100%. line. Oh no, 100%. I'm just saying I'm, I was interested in why he brought it up. Even brought it up. Was it because of he brought it up for her. I might. He brought <laughs> I up because she was like, watching and she's pissed because she's like, now I'm alone right now. No, unless she was the one. She's like, you got to get to your gig. And he was like, please, I want to be with you. And she's like, no, you better get that bag, honey. Yeah, but I, I prefer the other because it's more exciting, <laughs> which is her pissed. He's stressed about it. He's getting all these text messages like you're going to pay. And then he's sitting there and then he's sitting there like, oh, it's great. Oh, yeah. This is so awesome. And he's just like, so how much longer? He's like asking the producers, how much longer? And he gets in his car and he's just like, what? he's like calling her. He's like, I love you. I'm sorry. Make no mistake. If I would be um, that close to having our first child and you'd be at La Quinta hosting the golden wedding, um, I wouldn't speak to you for months. Yeah. That's, <laughs> when you returned. Yeah. Uh, I think that'd be fairly true. <laughs> I was like, Jesse, go home. Like, oh my go gosh. home. You know what I mean? Because he, again, you know, he was he was fabulous. He was great. But Susan officiated. Kathy and Charity were crushing the red carpet interviews. They could have had, you know, I'm sure Wells would have loved. Yeah, but, but I would I'm say. I'm sure Wells was chomping at the bits chomping. to kick Jesse Palmer's ass out yeah. and to have that hosting moment or even Ben Higgins pop in and be yeah. like, I got you guy. But I would say it would be weird if Jesse wasn't there. If we were like starting and it was just like, welcome to the thing, but Jesse wasn't hosting. He said Jesse's wife is going into labor. Oh, I'm saying, I'm saying it just would have been weird. It's like we, sure. we would have understood, but it would have been weird. Yeah, it would have been. You know what I mean? It, it would have been like, little, huh, it's like a missing element. It would have felt lonely. And that's all you need to know because sometimes you're like, I don't know how I feel about Jesse. Yeah. And I'm like, I love Jesse now. You need to know that in your heart, you would have felt lonely because Jesse wasn't there. Well, what Jesse did was he proved to us his dedication. <laughs> and that's something I appreciate. Facts. He said, you know what? I'm not letting you all do this without me. I'm going to push through the hard decision right now and leave my family <laughs> and be here. To the fact of the matter is, is that when he became the host, you know, right away, people... Some people loved him right away. Some people were like, I don't know. And people were talking like, will he always be the host? Are they going to get other people? Yeah. Jesse showed us right then and there. He said, you better believe I'm sticking around yes. like for the next millennia. I will yep. be here and I will be the host. And I, I got to hand it to him. He earned his money that day. I know a lot of times we say stuff like, oh, he only works three hours a year or whatever. But he earned his money that day. In fact, the matter is Jesse Palmer is a very busy man. He is very busy. You know, he does. He does a lot of the he does sports things yeah, that i don't understand because i don't care about He's sports got great teeth a gorgeous great smile. i mean just pay him for the teeth alone an absolutely gorgeous i mean smile. really truly is a specimen of a man he's tall he's gorgeous he's got epic teeth i saw people there the was guy like, is just absolutely you see that guy walking around you're just kind of like who is that guy i saw people uh talking about like is joey our most attractive bachelor ever yeah. and there were like polls happening online and people were discussing it and it seems like the, the votes are in and oh. most everybody is like joey is the best looking bachelor we've ever had and i gotta be honest with you beautiful man Jay Palmer to me, I don't know, man. Jesse Palmer is absolutely gorgeous. And I don't feel like we, you know, we talk about it. I mean, Jay Palmer, I mean, no offense. I, Joey, I cannot wait to watch your season. But yeah. like you and Jay Palmer walk in a room, <laughs> Jay Palmer wins. That's all I'm saying. I mean, that's just how it works. At There's least no I'm, you know, that, that dazzling smile, like it's game over to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but could you believe that all of the exes were at the wedding? Could you believe that all of the exes were at the I mean, wedding? I, I could believe everything. But then when Leslie showed up, that's when I was really like, like Faith and Leslie. Faith was kind of to me going to be like, yeah, I could see it. You know, she was kind of 
third and like, you know, it gave you more time, I guess, to deal with that. But Leslie showing up and because of all the stuff too, like that came out later about like him telling her off camera that she's the one basically like it's a done deal. We're done. Like pick out the house kind of vibe, whatever. Like because that she went through that and then the, the women tell all was so devastating the, the after the or final the after rose. the final rose was so devastating yeah. and it was like really gnarly yeah i was like why are you here clearly there's some sort of like you know she I mean, has to show up obviously she has to i'm like you guys let the woman like come on like let yeah. her have a like a break away like you're going to with your dirty ass camera work zoom in on leslie during the vows when gary brings up costa rica and knowing that Teresa was the one and you all have the audacity gall and gumption to zoom up on leslie like i mean devastating devastating truly devastating i mean he literally is like i knew in costa rica that you were the one and i just knew in my heart of heart and then it just like cuts to leslie's face I was in They would cut to her all day. They did her interview and they never saw her since. We never saw her and since. The and the only other time we saw her was a zoom in on like it's the like, live. Oh, they, they're like, they literally were waiting for the Q word. They're like, and Costa Rica, go. Costa Rica and or Fantasy five. Suites, then you'll <laughs> yeah. cut to Leslie. Camera five, just zoom in. They had the one camera shot just honed in on like, her the entire time. Don't break, don't break, don't break. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Poor Leslie has to be there. Yeah, and sh- And it's just like, were they ever having to have interactions where it's like, hey guys, yeah, how are you? Yes, we've, I've done interviews and I've been honest since about what you said to me in the fantasy suite. And I'm sure you've heard those interviews. And now we're all coming face to face on the wedding day. Yeah. It's a lot. I remember. I remember on our wedding Mm -hmm. when I almost threw a fit because there was a woman there Mm -hmm. who you... (laughs) used to have a crush on Mm -hmm. and you tried to ask out a few times before you and I ever officially started dating and that was years and years and years before but our families are family friends with her family and so our families insisted that they come to our wedding and that this woman who was our age was also invited to the wedding and so I threw an absolute bitch fit knowing that I was going to have to walk down the aisle and come face to face with this person at my wedding who you had had a crush on. You hadn't even dated this person. And I was like, get them out. I don't want to have to see this person and be like, oh my God, what is she wearing? And by the way, someone shows up wearing a cream. Okay. Wearing a cream. I remember. Because I was like, this is my wedding. And I'm like, why is this person here? And I threw a bitch. And I would feel bad for you if... you didn't even date this person. So I I can't even imagine what it's like. But I did take them out on a date and realized very boring. (laughs) Very boring person. That's very rude. So then you You knew that that, like, you know, so boring equals crush gone it didn't it didn't matter because i was like the the, again the audacity that our families would be like this person needs to come 
to the wedding. No, that is weird. And I was like, hey, you guys. That is very weird. Like, why? I have to come as the bride face to face with someone who I'm not really friends with, who I knew that my husband mm-hmm. had a thing for. And now I have to like see her and I'm bumping into her on the dance floor. And that made me feel very weird. And then imagine and if you didn't even 10 of them showed up. <laughs> That's my point. That's my point. And I had made out with all of them like weeks before and imagine then for then their situation again the leslie of it all where then you're not the one getting married yeah and you have to go to your ex who's now happy i mean my god yeah what like a the mess. kathy's and all them like they never really were like in the major running so that's just fun no for we're all them. friends the susans we're all they're friends. all just like there was some love there there was some like there but like we never really got to a place where like it was actually developed big but leslie but like faith and leslie i mean that is torturous i mean absolutely torturous Anywho, that was my point. But man, God. Okay, we got more we're going to talk about. We got more we're going to talk about, but Mm -hmm. we got to take a quick pause. Quick pause. Um, Okay, so you all know Evan was in his home reno era, Mm -hmm. okay, his home renovation era before the holidays. But guess what? It truly just opened up something in his soul. And now he practically wants to be an architect, also Mm -hmm. an interior designer. You have been on one. I don't have any talent for it, but I love it. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) He's obsessed. And in regards to the interior design, you know the website that Mm -hmm. this man always has open Mm -hmm. is article, article article.com. And of course, like you're saying, you don't have talent for I think you're great for it, but you know what? You don't need to be talented because article.com, all the pieces are so gorgeous and everything works together so beautifully that no matter what you decide to purchase, it's going to look incredible. Absolutely. Um, we have so many pieces in our home from Article. Over the years, we've gotten everything from a dining room set to a couch, a chair, side table, and more. We cannot get over their style, quality, and price. Seriously. Okay? I love Amazing. it. Uh, Article believes in delightful design for every home. Mm-hmm. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some really delightful prices, too. Uh, their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and boho designs uh, makes furniture shopping Super, super simple. Uh, An article's team of designers are dedicated to thoughtful craftsmanship that stands the test of time and looks good doing it. Article offers fast, affordable shipping across the U.S. and Canada. Plus, they won't leave you waiting around. You pick the delivery time and they'll send you updates every step of the way. And Article's knowledgeable customer care team is there when you need them to make sure your experience is smooth and stress-free. I swear their customer care team is amazing. We have only ever had amazing experiences when Article delivers that furniture. The furniture is amazing. Their team is amazing. Everything is streamlined and great. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash momdad and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash momdad for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Mm. Um, well, okay. Something else I really needed to talk about. So the way that this uh, golden wedding was kind of set up was that we had the red carpet and the chats with all the alumni beforehand. And my God, it was, this party was packed. Mm -hmm. The alumni was popping. I had serious FOMO watching this and I am not an alumni. Yeah. Like I wanted to be there really badly. Yeah. It looked fun. It looks like, you know, a wedding's awesome anyway. You know me, you and I, we love a wedding. Love a wedding. We love a wedding. Like a good wedding. Yeah, a bad wedding blows. Uh, okay. <laughs> a good wedding. Yeah. Uh-huh. Incredible. Incredible. A bad wedding, torture. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> 
right? Because yes. you're like stuck there in a vibe, and it's hours long. So be, if you're, you know what I mean, because it's such yes. a commitment. You got to get dressed up. You got to drive somewhere. You got to like, it's like a major. You're there for four hours. Like, yeah. So when it's, it's a, a big deal. when it's a bad wedding, yeah, tough. And let me make something very very clear to everyone: it has nothing to do with how expensive a wedding is or not. No. I think some of the worst weddings I've ever been to were like some the super most. expensive ones. Yeah, yeah, it was the ones that cost the most because it's all about the music, the energy, the energy. It's the people. It's oh about the people. God. It's honestly, it's about the love and the energy there. And when you have like a group of people there and the energy is popping off, yes. people are dancing and laughing and it's yes. electric. Like there is nothing more vibrational than those vibrational. Moments. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I will say the perfect wedding, though, if you were if, if money was no object okay. is a super bougie wedding. But the people a part of the wedding are fun and loose. I guess. Does that sure. make sense? Because yeah. it's kind of like then you're kind of feeling you're at a special event. But at the same time, the people are chill. What you don't want is like stuck up people. No. Any any money, any bouginess of a wedding will be deleted with stuck up vibes with like tight everyone's tight and oh nice yeah. to meet you not it's all about the vibe people yeah. got to be chill you got to invite the right people that's huge 100% anyway 100%. anyway side note but i wanted to be there i had lots of fun. yeah it looked fun lots of fomo um so they had the red carpet the interviews and then of course they had the ceremony and at the end they had us being able to join the reception which yeah. that was one part that i was like this is a little bogus because we definitely weren't that didn't happen. The yeah. way that they made it sound is I thought they were going to have cameras in the um, reception area where people are eating dinner and they were going to go around and we were going to be like part of like the first dance and all of that. Uh, That's what I thought was going to happen. And we got like five minutes of Gary and Teresa walking out and then the wedding singer popping out, which was a yeah. fun surprise. But that was the format in mm -hmm. general. So, okay, so going back to the red carpet, of course, like we were saying, Kathy, Charity, everything was amazing, fantastic. The interviews were popping off. Love seeing the alumni. We did get a big surprise. We got a full-blown proposal in the middle of the red carpet interview moments, the gold carpet interview yeah, moments. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, got yeah. a full proposal. Brayden proposed to Christina Mandrell. Now, listen, this has like been a whirlwind romance. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. just found out it's like a month old. that Brayden and Christina had been seeing each other and then we find out he's moving to Nashville and officially now moving in with her and in that same breath that he's like we're moving in together he gets down on one knee I mean these two lovebirds are doing it bachelor style they're like they're a little bit like hey franchise fuck you mm -hmm. we're gonna do it our way we're both people from the franchise and we're gonna get engaged on your show yeah. but we don't have to deal with all the producers or whatever but we're gonna do it we're going to fast track it like a typical we're going to use the show and its platform and I'm here for it yeah I'm here for it now a lot of people <laughs> were like why is he proposing people were like this is bad this is a bad look this is not appropriate to propose at someone else's wedding but we do find out that Brayden actually talked to Gary and Teresa and got their permission before and they yeah. said yes and apparently Braden had spoken to Christina's family as well. Yes. And uh, so everyone was in the know. I couldn't disagree more. That it's that it's not that it's not cool to do. You love it. I loved it. 
Here's why. You love a proposal. Okay, well, well, without the permission of the bride and groom, do you no, love I mean, a proposal no, no, no. at a wedding? I mean, that's wild. I mean, <laughs> I would definitely I probably ask, but like, but like either way, the whole thing's about love. Yeah. And if you're p- getting, if you're just putting a wedding together just for attention, like that's kind of weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. As opposed to a celebration of love. So for me, I'm like, Okay, you're jealous maybe then? Like someone would be jealous that they're doing that? I'm a little bit like, dude, this is just awesome. We're all friends, especially if everyone's getting together. But more importantly than that, this isn't even like a real wedding. <laughs> I mean, there's a guy there's a guy with a hosting thing out front, out front. You know what I mean? Like this whole thing is a charade. It's like, it's a reality TV thing. All your guests aren't even your family and friends. <laughs> they're people that are a part of this, this conglomerate you know what I'm saying? It's like it's like a corporate wedding. It's yeah, like if you true. worked for like H and R Block, and everyone <laughs> who came to your wedding were like the corporate executives you've never met. You know what I mean? Like, so you know what I mean. That being said, this isn't like a real, real wedding. I'm sure they had a separate wedding that was much more intimate and small, even. It was just like their friends and family. I don't think so. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, sure. this is a corporate, yeah, crazy party. Yeah. So them doing it is like you're already so detached yeah. from like this being this like real, real wedding. So for me, I was like, hell yeah. It's like it's fun. It's interesting. They're getting a moment out of it. It was a fun moment on the episode. Right. Uh-huh. It's like I'm all for it. A hundred percent. It adds more drama. It adds more interest. They took their moment. Also, like they're in their 70s. So they're not like young and like try to make it about that. They're, they're just like, we've already done this. This is just fun. So I loved every minute of it. Also, it continues to me the legend of him. It is true. Because he continues to just not play by the rules. He didn't play by the rules with charity season. He didn't play by the rules. Um, Bachelor in Paradise. Bachelor in Paradise. He shows up in like a green, pink, <laughs> Western suit with a cowboy hat. And then like. Peacock earrings. <laughs> And like, I don't think peacocks are like, you know, native to the Southwest where his whole inspo thing was from. So like, there's like, all the rules are broken fashion wise. All the rules are broken. Like, you know, there's no consistency. He's hamming it up. She's hamming it up. He was so nervous, by oh, the way. But but he's going, you know, when we're love and, and, and she look at the camera and be like, right? Oh, like, no. They, they were corny as no, hell. They, they were fun. They so served hard it. to the camera. But he was he was, he was nervous. shaking because, nervous because he knew it was coming. And like, I remember this feeling, too. It's like, yeah. why am I nervous? We've already talked about getting married. I love you so much. We've spent so much time together. Sure. It's locked and loaded. But yet just doing the thing, I'm like, oh, so I know that feeling of like, and then you do it on national television. So you don't want to mess up the words. He was stuttering a little bit. He got in his, he was, it went great. All that being said, I thought it was great. I loved loved every minute of it. I don't know why that would be a problem. These two are legends. Um, They They seem madly in love. They seem madly in love. They're legendary. I think that they're going to have a large influencing career in their future. I see this for their future. Like, They've just got it. The energy, um, of course, now the franchise can claim them as one of their couples because they did get engaged at the Golden That's Wedding. True. So now the franchise will be like, oh, it's one of our couples, even though they really had nothing yes. to do with it. Um, they'll act like 100% Brayden was like practically the bachelor and, you yes. know, whatever. They're going to do the whole thing. Um but, you know, I found it to be joyous, especially when I found out that he had asked permission. I thought yeah. that that was that was seemed lovely. That was class. That um, was elegant. 
It was very elegant, very yeah. elegant. Um, and first person to run in and give them hugs, Zach Shalcross. Um, yeah, and that was, I, <laughs> it's like so not his normal personality. You know what I mean? Because like, I think he came in. I just could imagine he came in as heart guardian, and he's like, Brayden, I uh, I want to give you some advice now. As another engaged man, I have some advice oh, for God. you. Regard <laughs> Christina's heart, because let's let's just not forget Christina was on Zach's season, so Zach probably yeah. is popping and going like, you know, I'm feeling a little. I'm happy for you, and I just want to let you know that um, I also approve. Now you didn't ask my permission. That's true. You You're dating ask, one of my exes. You didn't ask my permission. Kind of weird, bro. And but I just want to let you know. We're let's go out back. Let's uh, have a cigar. The cigar thing. It's like yeah. It's I could totally see him doing that too. Just like, come on, bud. And he puts his arm around him like he's his son. And then, let's go on a walk. Buddy, wow, what can I say? I'm proud of you. What can I say? I'm very proud. You've become a man today. You've stepped up. I know we've talked a lot about ways that you can increase your testosterone through behavior. And he's like, I don't think we've ever talked, man. I barely know you. And he's like, I've been praying for you every day that our creator will give you purpose. And I see that you're starting to step into your role <laughs> as a alpha male. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what it is about Zach. Like when he was, can we talk about when they, when him, when they were being interviewed by Charity? And Kathy, and yes. Kathy? And, then, and then Dotton comes in and Charity and Dotton announced that they have a wedding date set in 2025. Amazing. So By the way, Dotton is tall, but then like you don't realize how big he is oh, yeah. until you start seeing him around other big men. Yeah. Like he made Zach look like his <laughs> little brother who's excited to be hanging out. Like and I loved it like, so they, much. He wasn't, like Dotton couldn't even fit in like the frame. He was no. like, they were like, can you bend down because you're out of frame. No, they're having to bring in another camera to also reach like yeah. Yes. camera it's angle height. wild but like that whole interview was strange to me yeah because well, like, can i tell you why i felt felt like it yeah. was strange it felt a little tight mm -hmm. and i feel like it's because <laughs> my fantasy is that zach so everybody if you didn't watch it zach and katie are getting interviewed by charity and uh kathy mm -hmm. and then don pops in and zach felt tight and my fantasy is that Zach feels like in his head, like this is hard for charity to be around me because you know, uh, <laughs> just like the Christina so thing. So he, he grabbed dot and then he goes, buddy, <laughs> I give you my blessing. I give you my blessing. He goes for what? He's like, for charity. You're dating one of my exes. She wanted me first. I understand. It's hard. I understand. <laughs> I like, it's hard. I feel like Zach is a little tight around that being like, oh, it's one of my exes. And everyone's like, dude, it's Bachelor Nation. We're all over it. We're yeah, all yeah, with other he was like, people. Yeah, very happy for you. When they were like, we're getting married. Uh, well, you know, part of me thinks that like Zach might have been kind of drunk or something. Really? Because he was like touching his hair nervously constantly. Yeah. So part of me thinks like he was drinking, having a good time. Then they kind of like pulled him for this thing. And then he's kind of like, uh, yeah. not ready. Cause he said like no words. Yeah. I mean, Kate, yeah. Katie definitely was leading the conversation, which she always is. 
right. such a vibe. Mm-hmm. I really like Katie yeah, a lot. Always I, really I, cool. I love her vibe. No, but he did. He was quiet. Barely he said was anything. Quiet. He was like, yeah, totally. totally. He either was like, everyone's dating my exes and it must be awkward for all of them. And I need to let all of them know that I'm okay with it. And I don't feel awkward. Or he was a little drunky. I would love to see drunk Zach. I would love to see full mm. party Zach. Yeah. Because I, I know it's in there. Mm-hmm. You know he's 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 got that party animal in yes. him. I believe it in my soul. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> well, that was before his transformation into a dominant CEO. But I think I honestly think that he, I did. It was like the first time I'm like not getting confident, Zach. He kind of felt a little like on edge, flustered. Didn't know really how he should yeah. talk, interject. Maybe he was feeling a little heat. From the fact that like everyone's there at a wedding, Aaron just got engaged. Brayden, <laughs> what is my problem? Brayden just got engaged. Dotton's announcing wedding dates, yeah, yeah, and they're sitting there with no dates. Maybe like there's a little pressure there. Maybe he's feeling a little anxious about it. I don't um, know. I'm thinking maybe you know this is a very stacked alumni situation, yeah. and maybe there were some moments where some of the alumni didn't know him. So he's feeling okay. Interesting. You know he's feeling a little undiscovered. By the way, we're just making up. Well, we're trying to get into the brain of the unknowable, which is Zach's brain. Sex week. We, we're just making up shit about Zach with no standing. N- this is our None job. None of this our job is, is, you know what I mean? Judgment with no facts. But I just, I, I did feel something. It was there weird. Was something. I, something was off. I think he was feeling a little bit like maybe. Again, it's the alumni mm-hmm. and maybe what you're saying too, like, okay, everyone's throwing out a date. Maybe they think sleep. about how many times probably someone asked them. Oh, so yeah. when's the spe- when you guys get, when are you guys getting married? But uh, who knows yeah. if that's an awkward conversation? Oh, of course it is. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You're right. Probably a million people were like, yeah. so mm-hmm. are you, or is your wedding going to be televised next? And yeah. it's like, no, leave us alone. Just yeah. let us be engaged and happily yep. hanging. Exactly. Also, let us not forget during this wedding celebration that we had pre-recorded segments, which I love. Mm. We got the, we got the um, family where Teresa sure. and Gary's family came together during the holidays that was a very sweet that was very sweet. it was extremely sweet um we had the uh wedding dress shopping which was absolutely sending me yeah. that Teresa had to <sighs> wedding dress shop with Kevin I mean that's that's insane like not only was it one of the women on the show but it's also like your enemy. I mean, there was one. There, there was, was one, one small, dramatic, part. dramatic enemy moment of the whole show, and it's with her. And now she's at your wedding dress shop, and she's hosting your wedding. Like, what the fuck? I will say, Teresa was a good sport about it. When Teresa came down and was like, "Hey, Kathy, can you zip it?" That was great. And it's her wedding dress. Yes. That was that was a great moment. That was really good. Um, Susan was there as well, and that was probably one of my most favorite parts of the entire um, wedding. Was when we saw Gary and Teresa ask Susan to officiate the wedding and they were talking about how much Susan has meant to them Mm -hmm. and that Gary was like you would hit your chest with your hand against your heart when I was struggling in the rose ceremony and how Teresa was like Susan you were the one who did my hair and I was like oh my god yeah I remember before the mother Susan Susan is everything to all of us and then when Susan went up and absolutely crushed, crushed crushed when she said 
She had a line. Yeah. She was making everybody laugh. Yeah. She's like, it's me, Susan. Like, you know me. And she's, then she said something about like, when I came out of the limo, Gary, I screamed, I'm going to marry you. And I was right. Yeah, I mean, that was the line that it was like, I'm going to marry you, but, you know, not obviously not in the way that I thought. It's like, what a beautiful, tears pouring down my poetic face. thing to say. We all know that this is something that Susan does. She is a wedding officiant. Yeah. And I'm just saying this woman showed you. We She showed us all her skills. And you know that she is booked and busy right now. Yes. Like, everyone wants Susan to officiate the wedding. Yeah. Like, I wish I could go back in time and have Susan officiate ours. She is so peaceful yeah but yet like funny and she has so many and this is coming from someone who crushes <laughs> wedding speeches let me just tell you guys i'll be honest with you if you need help i'll help you right i crush them Evan i crush does. them i get the laughs i get the love it's no big deal so i i you know great recognizes great <laughs> And Susan is truly great. You really do. You Thank crush you. a wedding speech. Thank you. Thank it's you. actually like so very annoying because he'll absolutely just torch a wedding speech. And then for the rest of the night, people are coming up and telling I'm, him how I'm, great I become the wedding like speech a celebrity. is. It's big and deal. I'm like, this is so annoying after like, you know, <laughs> however many people, because then your ego is just fueling. I'm like, Evan, the wedding isn't about you, honey. <laughs> yes. And then I get up and then every wedding I get on one knee to you and I, and I proposed to you in order to steal their shine. Um, but she was amazing. I mean, she is amazing. She's incredible. Mm -hmm. Incredible. Um, and then, of course, the other pre-recorded moment that we have is the bachelorette oh, party. Oh, my gosh. We got to get into this. Uh, let's talk about the bachelorette party. Um, but first, one more quick mm -hmm. pause. Um, family. I love fashion. I really do. I love it so, so much. It's one of my favorite forms of self-expression. But sometimes you get stuck like um, like writer's block, but oh. for fashion, you know what I mean? Are you frustrated not having the right wardrobe to match your evolving style? You know what I'm talking about? Whether you're going on vacation, looking for maternity wear, or simply bored of your old choices, listen to this. The stylists of Stitch Fix make sure you always have something to wear. Stitch Fix is the best way to shop new styles and brands. You're not going to ever get that writer's block with the fashion baby because Stitch Fix comes in mm. and helps you out. I love it. Say goodbye to fashion block. Oh, yeah. Okay. love. Okay. Think of them as your style partner. Mm -hmm. Your stylist will learn about your tastes and collaborate with you on looks that you'll love without breaking the bank with it, which is huge. Uh, I tried it out and it is really seriously cool. It's so cool. Um, you just share your preferences, sizes, budget, and Stitch Fix sends you five items in a fix right to your door. It's so convenient. You try everything on at home, keep what you like, and send back the rest. Shipping and returns are always free. It really is so cool. I have done it, and I have to tell you, I've got some of my favorite jean and sweater combos yeah. from my Stitch Fix stylist that I wear all the time. I love. I love, love, love. They have over a thousand brands and styles, so no matter what season of life you're in, Stitch Fix has you covered, and you can simply order a refresh as needed or set it and forget it. With regular fixes, you're in control. Over time, Stitch Fix and their season style experts will match you with greater precision to perfect pieces for you based on your likes and dislikes. It really is so easy. Thanks, Stitch Fix. They just get me. And they're going to get you too, family, okay? Try today at stitchfix.com slash momdad and you'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That's stitchfix.com slash momdad, stitchfix.com slash momdad. Okay. Okay. 
bachelorette party. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, Legendary. I did find it interesting. Listen, I understand and I know that in regards to the bachelorette party of it all, we know the golden women. Yeah. So it's fun for us to watch. And sure. if we saw Gary's, we probably wouldn't know his friends. Yeah. But I found it interesting that we only saw the bachelorette party and didn't see the bachelor party. And that I, was interesting. I like the idea, the fantasy that the bachelor party got so extreme that it just couldn't be. <laughs> yeah. It's either one of two options. Either it was the most boring thing ever. It's like him and his buddy Jeff went fishing. Yeah. But then they right? showed a clip of that, right? You just see like, Oh, here's Gary out yeah. on the water with Jeff. That's true. Or it was so insane. Like people were arrested. <laughs> there was like, hardcore stuff going on. It was like people were in fights, barroom brawls, like just hardcore. And they're like, we can't show any of they're it. They're having honestly. to get Gary out of jail <laughs> in time for his wedding. They're yes. like, God, this is so stressful. Yes, they had to put makeup all over his black eye that he got. Yeah. <laughs> <In> the <laughs> bar brawl. Throwing tables across the room, like just insane. No, but I like the idea that they're like, it yeah. was too illicit for network television. Yeah, like so. Gary's this guy that you think is just this, hello, welcome all. But like, he's actually an insane party animal. Once a year, he goes mental. <laughs> um, but listen, this bachelorette party got a little steamy. Jay Multiple Palmer, levels of steamy. <laughs> Jay Palmer let us know. He's like, hey, if you've got any younger people, you know, get them out the of the room, room. Get them out of the room. Because first we start off by... The women having a boudoir shoot, yeah. which was sending me because it was like so Teresa's energy where she's like, I thought it would be so fun and I would love to do a boudoir shoot. So let's all do it together. Yeah, And like she was ready and down and she was like throwing on that lingerie and taking those fire shots, but didn't. These other women didn't know in advance. You could see everybody's level of comfort. I would have been like, I'm thinking I'm coming to a bachelorette party for Teresa because it's in my contract. And you didn't tell me that I have to do a boudoir shoot. (laughs) I got to be honest with you. It's it's like one of those things where like you saw them all kind of get comfortable over time. And then later on go, it was beautiful. And I actually felt very gorgeous and this whole thing hey, it was a bit of a transfer but whatever right and then that sweet photo of them at the end with all of them in that their was little lingerie cool. yeah, that was like a f- that was like a, a very special it was photo. very special everything but it was a little bit like you know i'm i feel really confident and good about this so i'm gonna subject everyone to do the thing i like doing even though most people probably wouldn't feel comfortable yeah, t- cold going into this. <laughs> TBH. Being surprised. TBH is not for me. I'm not somebody who is going to be like. Just love to get some lingerie and take photos. Yeah, I'm not like super, super comfy, like in front of a camera um, taking lingerie. Three like, quarters I naked. Lo- I, you know, I'm like, I'm like, yes, everybody get it. Well, Who's comfy see, doing yeah. it? But like, I'm not the type of person who like feels super comfortable right. with that. Right. Um, and so all I was thinking about was I was like, my God, like I would feel like Ellen. And like, I was like, damn, dude. And then even when we saw um, Sandra interviewed after Sandra was absolutely killing yeah. me with like the, the I'm gonna picture Denzel. She was like rubbing the pole. She rubbed the pole. She's like, this is his penis. Like it like bleeped it out. It was like, 
I mean, she goes hard. But even Sandra, when she was getting interviewed after, um, Sandra was like, yeah, when I found out about that, I was really nervous. And then she just kind of pushed through. And, and she I'm like, seemed like Dang. one of the most confident ones. Exactly. So know? imagine, I was like, you guys, this is a lot. First, again, to cold spring on someone. Yeah, it's a little bit like, by the way, guys, just as a special little thing, we're all doing stand-up comedy tonight. And you're like, what, dude? I didn't come here to sweat and get like, in my head about myself. Like, I also like, you know, spent all this time probably getting a stylist to help pick out an outfit for this moment on TV again. Yeah. And so I've got my, my outfit that I feel great in. And yes. I feel comfortable and confident in, and now you're making me like put on some random lingerie that I didn't choose. And it's also one thing, you know what's, uh, you know, this is the more we talk about it, the more kind of fucked up it is. Because the, I think about this, I go, wait, so not only is it now you're, sub, now you're like, peer pressuring all your friends to get yeah, yeah, naked yeah. and take pictures of them. 100%. And clearly, Teresa felt confident. Yeah, she wanted to do it, she knew this was going to happen. Maybe she got a spray tan before. Who knows? But she's like prepping probably to some extent for this. Sure. Knowing this is going to happen. Sure. It's kind of like, the, if you know what it is, it's kind of like I'm starting to see the Kathy thing where I'm going like, I prepared for this, left you all to not be prepared for this and have to kind of swim in like the awkwardness of you dealing with this while I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, let's be like, real. It's, it's like, it's we're, all gonna do a, uh, we're all going to do a uh, a stand-up comedy thing tonight, randomly springing on you. And I prepared five minutes. It's not and all Teresa's of you job, though, to call no. it. The producer should have sure. told everybody beforehand. But, she probably assumes that like everyone knew. Right. But I'm more just kind of like. Actually, that they would probably love it. Her vibe, though, again, it's like, it's like sometimes it kind of goes over she's like getting how like, like where you're like she's like i thought everyone would love this yeah. and you're like but no some people aren't <laughs> wait i'm totally blanking was kathy there for this no so she just went dress shopping okay so kathy would have been boiling mad because it's like again another just kind of like you're not paying attention to how this affects us you know because i you know kathy was like oh my if i would have been there i would have lost my mind but the, the, what i was trying to get to is this it's one thing to put your friends through that yeah, yeah, but then it would just be like I want to keep the pictures to myself. Give them to a person. What you've forced them to, or what you what you subjugated them to do, is them to be seen on live television <laughs> in lingerie. So it's not even like we took the photos. I had a good time, but I was a little awkward, and then I get to keep the photos and decide yeah. what to do with them. It's like no, no, everyone saw the experience. I know it's wild. The whole thing wild. is wild. Now, but they had an amazing no, attitude about out, it. They really did. And shout out to those women. They were like absolutely stunning. They were they crushing the shoot. They like God through. bless. They made it happen. I think I would have probably been like, I'm, not, I'm just not going to do it. Like I'll watch you all and hype you up from the sideline. Yeah. But like I'm just not comfortable with it. But right. like shout out to all of them. Right. You know. But like that's a a ballsy move to put your friends up for it's that. It's wild. Well, and then <laughs> after like, that though, they got to do something that I think everyone yeah. enjoyed. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, they did. You know, everyone enjoyed that they had some uh, some dancers, some adult dancers yes. come, uh, f I believe four uh, gentlemen came and danced for them and that was absolutely sending me because when the four of them were around Teresa like doing a dance around her and grinding up on her and she's like listen Gary dated 25 women on TV I can have this mm -hmm. and I loved that moment it was like hey get off my ass everybody like let me have this moment dude and, and, and I wish Gary would have been one of the dancers that showed up though can you imagine 
Oh my gosh, that would have been insane. If all the guys are doing like the rip off of their suit, mm-hmm. exposing the bods, and yes. then all of a sudden they're like, we have a surprise, and then Gary jumped out of the cake that Susan had jumped out of like, previously. <laughs> um, but they had a great time with it. It was very fun. Definitely some hornballs over there. They of were course. like, you know, talking. Like, Faith was like describing one of them. He was like, they're tight skin with their abs. And they're, you know, like, she was like into it. They were the living. ladies were having a good time with they it. They were having a great time. Playing and bongos then, on abs and butts and stuff like that. And then Sandra shows up and has one of them as a, yeah, her, date. her date. And she's like, and he came with what, his six roommates. And she like points out all of his abs. God. Iconic. Iconic. Genuinely iconic. And I loved my favorite was they they like interviewed one of the strippers and he was like he was like Honestly, these ladies are some of the best I've ever performed for. They were incredible. (laughs) No, for real. Can you imagine? Like the energy was palpable in there. Everyone was having so much fun. It's like, God, I just want to do this 24-7. They went for it. They sent it. Absolutely loved it. That's how you party people. I want to get in a room with them. I want to go to Vegas with those girlies. Those ladies are wild. I want to go to Vegas with those girlies. I bet it would be more wild than going to Vegas with like a bunch of like the 25-year-old bachelor people. 100% because they're not... It's like you get rid of all the like, what's that? Is that guy looking at me? Yeah. And you're just partying. You're like, I'm just, you're just having living fun. and laughing yeah. and loving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which they definitely all have over their like fireplace. <laughs> well, listen, we then end up getting to the actual wedding mm-hmm. ceremony. And like we said, Susan's officiating. It's stunning. I felt like the camera work minus the sh- absolute shady Leslie shot yeah, beautiful. was stunning. Um, I, again, I saw people that were like, what the hell is with these, uh, toasts during the ceremony when the the, the daughters went up? I, I personally thought that was kind of a lovely way to incorporate the toasts and the family. You're getting like a taste of the reception. Exactly. And I'll be, I'll be completely frank with you. I kind of preferred the idea of having a toast during the ceremony so that the reception is only fun Ah. because let's be completely honest here i know that you give a killer wedding speech but sometimes people everyone then is like i want to make a speech i want to make a speech and people start dinging and then you're like an hour and a half in and you're like i want to dance i paid for this dj i need the music to be playing and i want to dance i don't want to have two hours worth of speeches what if you just keep the speeches to the ceremony yeah. and it's all there yeah. so that nobody can free no, ball. Weird Uncle Jimmy's exactly. being like, Nobody's you know, free you balling. remind me of me and my wife. And you're <laughs> like, shut up. Don't allow a yeah. mic to be at the reception at all. Mm. No mic. Mm. Right? So then there's no opportunity for speeches that you don't want and just have the speeches during the ceremony. I kind of love it. I don't know. I Let this it. be a declaration to all people going to any weddings anywhere. Do what you're good at. Okay. I crush, I crush wedding speeches. (laughs) Okay. But like, it's kind of like, it's, you know what it is? People that get up at weddings and do speeches that are bad at it. Yeah. It's like if people were to just sit down at a piano and they don't know how to play piano. And they're just like, oh, tong, tong, tong. Everybody's like, ah, what are you doing? Like the amount of people that get up 
after a couple of beverages and oh to think that they have something to say. And all they do is repeat the same thing we heard 47 times. Listen, uh, and they're just like, oh yeah, thank you. We love you. You're the best. And yeah. you, nothing. You're the greatest. And it's like, we didn't need that. And listen, you're making that to yourself. Truly, you're making it about you. Yes. If you really love the people who are getting married, write them a beautiful letter yes. and slip it into their bag on the way out or send them, send along, you know, a lengthy tech. Let them know so that they can go home yes. and read it in like the quiet of their own space and listen i have i feel this way though too if you're great at a speech keep it short yes even if someone's amazing at a speech i don't want to hear a 10 minute speech no it should be quick and make fun. it quick you know what i mean and we don't need all the every memory you had together yeah. like shut up <laughs> i'm saying even you who's great at a speech Gotta keep if it short. you're if you're going over a five minute mark i'm like evan you need to wrap it up now and let me be also clear these wedding speeches I'm, I'm crushing are not impromptu. This is because oh, I've course. been best man or, you know what I mean? Something like that where I'm in a wedding and then I'm well, required and, to speak. And you're writing it beforehand. And I'm writing it beforehand. Right. So this isn't like I'm just getting up at my fr- like and some random it. person's wedding yeah. and like winging it. No, 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 no. I am someone who's like asked to speak. And we also don't need a big thing we also don't need. You. A non-funny person's attempt at humor, because then it gets starts getting weird. You start saying offensive things to people. Oh yeah, you start. You're gonna like, cause a fight. Incriminating the, you're gonna the say, bride or the groom. Yeah, you're gonna say something that like a like weird, one of the like one of the individuals getting married is like offended by, and then it might start a fight. You might bring up something, and if you've been drinking, don't get behind a mic. It always gets like weirdly sexual too. Like, wow, this <laughs> wedding's longer than Jeff lasts in bed, and everyone's like, okay, it's like not funny. It's kind of weird, you know. What I mean, like, it's just like, it's just like a lot of shit like that where yeah. you're like, please just stop. Don't. Anyway, just don't. That's a bit Anywho, of a uh, but I liked this. I liked the speeches during it, it because I thought we're like, okay, we get to, because then the family is involved too, because yeah. it's, it's the daughters and this is a big part of it. It was really special because we heard about how, you know, Teresa didn't have, um, a wedding quite like this when she married Billy. So this was like yeah. really special for her to have like the full blown wedding experience. It was her first time having that. Um, she crushed her speech. It was the first time we've seen Teresa cry. I yeah. realized I was like, Oh man, throughout this whole process, she's been like, you know, we mm-hmm. haven't seen a tear. She was crying the whole time. Big time. Gary got a little nervous, got a little flustered mm-hmm. at the top of his speech. By the way, Teresa, full memorized. No card. Shh. Impressive. Not a single word fumbled over. Just impressive. Dynamite. That's this. You guys, this is on live uh, yeah, TV. Yeah, this isn't even at your own wedding, this which is, is nervous enough. This is nerve wracking, okay? Like during my wedding, I was shaking yes. and there's no camera on me. Impressive. Gary had, um, you know, some cue cards, all of this, which uh, I would have needed a full, I would have needed to read it. But then, um, and he was a little nervous, but at the end there, you know. He was sweeping it with all of his the beautiful words. Yeah, the man can weave. Can weave. They both a beautiful, can weave. They really can. They can weave some beautiful, beautiful. Um, They're kind of the same person in a weird way. When when they yeah. talk, they like I was. There was one moment early on in the whole thing when they were talking to each other. Yeah, it was like a pre-cut thing when they were talking to each other. Yeah, and they both talk the same way. They're both yeah. like. I cannot return to our home and enjoy a 
darling time together and, <laughs> and our children will be together and we will enjoy so much adventure and then she cuts and to she her goes, yes gary i cannot wait until me and you are in our home together and starting our memories for the remainder of our days <laughs> it's true Ador- right they talk the same way <laughs> it's true they do they do the exact same thing like and here we go you know what I mean? Like, it's very like... It's true. I didn't even realize yeah, that before. they talk the same. It was very lovely. Now, there were some commercial breaks during the ceremony, which was wild. I'll give everybody that. We didn't really experience it because, again, we watched it the next day, so there were no commercials yeah. uh, on Hulu. Uh, but, <laughs> but when he walks up to the front and then it just cuts to... to commercial to commercial break. He goes, all right, we'll be back with the... We'll be back with her walking down the aisle in one minute. That was, was like, wild. That was a little that was wild. wild. Like, that was wild. That was a little strange. If That's what it really felt like. Oh, this thing is like... And a, it was also like, if Amazon is that connected to yeah. this, you know what I mean? And they're like, it's to the point that like we're bringing it up and we're having a QR code in the yeah. commercials and all of this. Like, I would imagine Amazon has the money to pay that we don't have to have a commercial in... Like, we can figure out a way to sure. not have a commercial during the ceremony right i don't do the business of television so i don't know quite how it works but i'd imagine there are ways around it yeah right a hundred percent you know i don't know maybe not it was a little random it was like do we need (laughs) it was it was funny it was funny (laughs) it was a little jarring um but then you know of course they they say i do um they're they seem quite in love you know i know there Mm -hmm. were like all those posts and articles floating around being like is there trouble in paradise oh, yeah. i'm sorry these two seem madly in love with each yeah, other they do. and they seem like they can't wait to jump into their life together mm-hmm. um and then we after they were wed then we had the the reception we see that everybody is starting to dance this is when my fomo is hot now did the dancing look a little awkward sure but like when there was the moment zooming in with like leslie and ben i'm like i want to be in the middle and i yeah. want to start this party serious fomo we had the bouquet toss um i feel like nobody really got it it was torn to shreds <laughs> yeah i got torn to shreds <laughs> they were they, <laughs> it was it was a real people fight. were eating yeah. the petals <laughs> off the ground yeah, it yeah. was just like i will get married yeah, next yeah, yeah. <laughs> kathy's blending the bouquet mm-hmm. into yeah. a, uh, a smoothie. smoothie and yeah. drinking it and being like this has got to work i have to visualize um but yeah after that part like i said that was the only thing that i was a little bit like eh about was that we were told that we were maybe gonna have yeah, that we were gonna be part of the reception and like that absolutely was not part of the reception we got 10 seconds of them dancing wedding singer guy the wedding singer guy that was funny um clearly he had gary had never seen the movie because he's just looking at him like why is this guy so crazy <laughs> and the guy's like nice to meet you like it was funny like everyone in the crowd was like oh my gosh that's the wedding singer except gary yeah. had no idea what it's the movie like was a certain age demo knows <clears throat> yeah. and then a certain age demo he does was just it like, too this young guy's really and too over old the yeah, top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. he literally was looking at him like what the hell it was really funny um but yeah then it kind of ended a little awkwardly but listen other than that i enjoyed it i absolutely evan and i kept looking at each other during it and we were like i'm loving this loved it i was eating my dinner taking notes and i was like i feel like i'm watching an awards show it felt very much like the bachelor oscars maybe i had low expectations that also helped too maybe a lot of people had really huge expectations That's true. i thought that it was gonna be i thought it was gonna suck i thought it was gonna be really rough yes. i thought it was gonna be extremely awkward mm-hmm. that it was gonna be like rough camera work you know mics that were just the I entire thought, time yeah. and so i was like this is but 
everything went smoothly. Beautiful. Everyone was funny. There was funny moments. We had an elegant string quartet. I was like, I mean, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was, I thought it was stunning. And congratulations to the happy couple. Congratulations. And congratulations to um, everyone who absolutely just crushed. Yes. Like Kathy and Charity. Congratulations Charity. to Braden. Congratulations to Braden and Christina. Congratulations to Jesse uh, and his wife if they have had their child yet. Um, so many congratulations. <laughs> Just congrats to all around. Congratulations to La Quinta for being yeah. the hot spot the hot for spot. Bachelor yeah. Nation. Once again, your um, your resort location brings us, you know, a lot of content and joy. So thank you so much. <laughs> um, hey, we had a bunch of members yeah. of the family send in voicemail um, questions and or stories regarding weddings. Yeah, let's let's listen to a couple of them. So can we dive into Absolutely. those? We got our wedding theme popping off. Let's do this. Let's do oh, it. I'm excited. Remember you can always call home. Hi, Mom and Dad and Uncle Lee. This is your daughter, Emma. Hi, Emma. My question about weddings has to do with my wedding from a couple years ago. So I got married in 2022 and I hate so much <laughs> about that day. Mm. I love my husband. I love that I'm married. I love 90% of the day, mm -hmm. but I hated our photographer. Ooh. I hated the photos. I hated my dress. I hated so much of it that every time I look at a picture, I get mad. I am not filled with happiness. I'm not filled with anything but pure regret of those simple choices. Um, so how do I look back at my wedding and just be happy for what it was? Thanks, you guys. Love oh, the podcast. Depressing. We watched Jersey Shore and Jess... You look so much like Jay. Wow, it's all I think about. <laughs> anyway, goodbye. Whoa. I get that so much. Wow. I get DJ Wow DMs all the time. People wow. are like, "Is this you?" And it's Jay. Wow, um, Emma. I am oh. so sorry. I I have to say, you know, I really, I I I did love our wedding. But yeah. when I look back, there are a lot of things about it that when we talk about it will bring up hot spots for me where yeah. I'm like I will re I regret yeah. certain things and there's yeah. some rough dynamics that mm -hmm. went down or whatever and you're like well yeah um so I I feel you to a certain extent on this one um listen I don't have a like cookie cutter answer for how you can go back in your memories and forget about those painful pieces um, other than, I guess, number one, trying to excavate the good things that you do remember, mm -hmm. you know, like you said, you, you love your partner and I'm sure there were moments during the actual wedding that maybe you found to be joyous. Um, I don't have yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> a perfect answer. <clears throat> Time will heal. Time will heal. You said a couple years ago, 2022. This yeah. is like yesterday. Yeah. So it's raw. It's fresh. Give yourself a year and you'll be every every six months. It'll be less and less. Maybe don't look at the pictures. Yeah. You know, maybe like 
full transparency we weren't like super in love with our pictures we weren't so we don't yeah. have pictures hanging around the house because it's like they're not great yeah and, and so it sucks because it, it costs sucks. so much it money a zillion and you're dollars, like dude and we're like these aren't great so yeah. we don't hang them around the house to like remind us of how much we don't like them mm-hmm. and um you know you just then your brain kind of ro- will probably romanticize some of the fun moments and remember yeah. those and then you just kind of let it you just it'll take time this feels fresh it's like a fresh breakup you're like oh i miss them so much yeah. but it's like you just broke up you just went through the wedding it's all kind of that's very true recent and also give yourself a break it's true and at the end of the day too you know it's so painful because it costs so yeah. much so i'm so sorry in that way that that's so rough um but you know when you say you love your partner, it's like the wedding is just a day yeah. and it's brutal because it's like this day you look forward to and it costs a fortune. But, you know, it's one day on the scope of mm-hmm. like forever for you and you love your partner and that's what matters. Yeah. And, um, you know, maybe if it, if it still is bothering you in a few years, you have like a 10 year anniversary you redo you and go. you keep it, you know, maybe small or extravagant if that's something that you want to do. But, you know, you keep it small and you adjust what you want and you find a uh, photographer that you really love and you could even just keep it you and your partner and a couple people and you get some really beautiful photos from your 10 year anniversary or Agreed. something like that. So, Agreed. Oh, so sorry about yeah. that though. Oof. Man, that's rough. It is tough. It is tough. <sighs> All right, next. Next. Hi, mom and dad. My name is Brittany. Okay, so I just want to preface this by saying I have anxiety that manifests in thinking that everybody just hates me. Like all of my friends, I think, secretly just hate me. (laughs) Okay, so here's my wedding question story thing. So I'm about to be a co-maid of honor for the third time. And the past two times has been with the bride's sister. Mm. And uh, I never really thought about it, but like, I'm also with the bride's sister again this time, mm. and it, it seems like it's going to be the same situation where all of the planning for everything falls on me, and the sister slash co-maid of honor is just like, okay, yeah, just tell me what to do. They don't really offer any help. They just kind of are along for the ride and just like, have me tell them what to do. Have me tell them what to pay me, which is fine with me. I'm very type A. Mm. I like to plan. I have spreadsheets. But I never really thought of it as like a negative thing until a couple of weeks ago, I was out to dinner with some friends and I just like casually mentioned how this has been the situation all three times. And somebody goes, do you think you're just the co-maid of honor because the sister is incompetent every time? And I didn't really think of it that way until that moment. And now it's been in my head like, does everyone just kind of use me mm. to be their planner? Cause they don't think anything will happen otherwise. I don't know. So I just kind of wanted an opinion. All right. Um, love you guys. Bye. Okay. First of all, love you and anxiety friends unite. I love you. My anxiety buddy. Um, all right. I have a few thoughts. Okay. One at the top, you were saying that you, because of your anxiety, you know, you have these feelings like, oh my gosh, does everyone just hate me? And that's what your process is. A few layers of this. Number one, every co-maid of honor that you have brought up is a sister in you. Something to think about is that I know for myself that I had a co-maid of honor situation because I had my sister as one of my maids of honor 
Um, and then my best friend as the co-maid of honor. Now, I did that, you know, because my sister at the time was young. And so she wasn't able to, she was like 12 or 13. Yeah, so yeah, she yeah, wasn't yeah. able to join in some of the festivities and or the planning or anything like that. Um, but I know when you have a sibling, you feel like I need that person, you know, to to show them I love them and care for them. I feel like a lot of people feel like they need to make their sibling uh, a maid of honor, a best man or something like that. Um, but at the same time, they've got the person that they love and their BFF that they also want to be the maid of honor or the best man or whatever. Um, so that could be the situation that's happening for you in these past few times that you happen to be getting asked to be in weddings where it's like, yeah, they have a sibling. Mm. And so they're like, yeah, I feel the pressure of needing my, you know, my blood relation to be a maid of honor. But I also adore you and I want you to like actually be my maid of honor. But I have the sibling and, mm -hmm. you know, that's kind of the situation. So that could just be what's happening every single time. Mm. Like. From your perspective, you're now in your head thinking, oh, my God, is it only because I'm super good at planning things where it could just be like, no, maybe everybody just like really loves you mm. and like really treasures you. And you're a really wonderful person and they want you to be their maid of honor. Yeah. But then they got the sibling and the siblings like, yeah, just not fucking helping with anything and not planning anything. And, you know, who knows what that dynamic is. But maybe it's a it's a simultaneous thing. Like you're simultaneously very loving and willing to plan things for this person's, uh, you know, bridal showers or bachelorette parties or whatever, and they also simultaneously like adore you. Mm. So if I were you, I wouldn't get in your head of like, oh, the only reason I've ever been asked to do this is because I'm good at planning. I can pretty much assume that it's because you're a pretty wonderful person and they want you to be their maid of honor. I'll just say that. As someone with anxiety, I'll say you're probably in your head and these people adore you, okay? With that being said, now that it's round three and you feel this way and you're like, I've always had everything fall on me and I'm feeling like I'm getting used, there's also that to be said with a boundary and being like, Hey, and I don't know what your relationship is like with this person that's now getting married, but if I were you, maybe I'd put a boundary up and be like, listen, I would love to be, I, I'm so honored to be a maid of honor, a co-maid of honor in this situation, but like, I only have so much that I can give right now. So just as a heads up, I, I don't know how much I'm going to be able to plan. So that might be falling on your sibling more. Mm-hmm. And put up that boundary and then see how you feel afterwards or mm -hmm. during the process. I know that that's uncomfortable and it can be rough. But if you're feeling that way, put up that boundary and be like, no, it's not your you don't as a co-maid of honor too. It's like it's there's two of you. You don't need to put all that pressure on yourself and you can, can communicate with this person that like, hey, I only have so much I can give and don't put all that pressure on yourself. Mm. Those are my thoughts. Sorry, I was, I was agreed. A hundred percent. It's funny. Your, <clears throat> your anxiety turned it into like this. They only use me for my planning. Yeah. And it's funny. All I thought the whole time was if you're a co, mm -hmm. that means that they want you, but they have to choose their sister. That's what I, that's kind of what I was. You know what at. I mean? Like, yeah, like it's become this thing where you have to choose your sister, right? Or else, or else you're not choosing your sister and then right. your sister sitting there going holy shit i yeah. must be really hated the fact that i'm not right, chosen right 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 so, right 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 
So in my mind, it's like they would like you. The fact that you've been in three. <laughs> That's wild. The fact that you're even in three weddings is already impressive and you're loved. So like get out That's of your head wild. about it. The fact that you're been, a very loved person. The fact That's that you're for co sure. made of honor three times that you you're liked. People like you a lot. OK. Yeah. I would venture to say that. If they didn't have a sister, they'd choose you to be the maid of honor, but they have to do the sister thing to yep. co it. I don't think, and I'm sure the fact that you're a good planner really helps. So it's like, oh, my sister, I know she'll drop the ball too. So thank God one of my best friends can handle this. Listen, if tomorrow I was getting married again, you know, one of my maids of honor, you know, I'd of course now have my sister because right. now she's older, you know, but like a maid of honor for me would be Instagram free right. Aunt Katie. And she is my best friend and simultaneously amazing one of the planner. best planners ever. And I'd be like, well, that's wonderfully convenient. Right. My best friend is also an amazing planner. I'm sure yeah. it's like that. Yeah. And I, so, so I wouldn't get your head about it at all. I would think that first of all, I'm loved the fact that I'm being given this honor. And second of all, I'm relied upon and people think I'm really talented Yeah, at planning. So it's kind of like, I would take it as all benefits. And then if you're, yeah, if it's too much work, whatever, then that's a different thing. But both to me sounded like benefits and to you, they sounded like detriments. And I would say it's funny how like perspective works. But from yeah. the outside in, I, I would say that both of those things. Oh, I'm reliable and really close. Yeah. It's kind of like I'd also ideal. be curious about who the friend was that mentioned that to you about like, do you think the only reason you're ever the co? That's the concern. I would be curious about that friend. And I have anxiety about them. And by the way, I'm curious if that friend is in one of the weddings mm -hmm. or has been and was ne has never been asked to be the maid of honor. And she sees you doing three times and going, well, I'm going to kind of bring you down a couple of Maybe Not trying maybe, to create drama. No, and I'm just saying maybe maybe that has nothing to do with it. And it's not a friend who's who even knows these people. Right. But but just just that that to me is a little bit like I wouldn't necessarily get in your head about that. I think you seem like I echo what Evan says, seem like an extremely loved person who happens yeah. to also be very great at planning things. But again, if you don't want to and you're like, I'm done doing this whole co situation, then put your boundaries up, baby. Being in that. three weddings is awesome. Yeah. Let alone, yeah. So you're good. Yeah. Sending you love. Get out of your Mom, head. Love you. Next. Ready? Yeah. Hi, Mom and Dad. Hello. Um, my name is Christine. I was calling about a question about, you asked about weddings. Um, but also, I think this is a good question for you because it involves anxiety around weddings. <laughs> Um, I am a bridesmaid for one of my closest friends who's getting married in about two months, but she has severe anxiety. Um, oh, okay. I don't, you know, know what to do next as far as kind of approaching her when we go on her bachelorette, perhaps, um, about her anxiety and, you know, just in a supportive way, asking if she can you know, do anything differently, get on a different medicine, go to a different therapist, something like that. I'm not sure what she's doing right now to manage her anxiety, but for example, um, she still hasn't picked a bridesmaid dress color and the mm. wedding is in two uh, months yeah. and she's between, you know, blue and dark blue. <laughs> um, so that's just a little example of how crippling her anxiety has been and the wedding has really amplified yeah. all the issues. I think everyone's aware of that this is an issue, but it's gotten to a point where I feel really concerned for her. And I, I feel like she's not going to enjoy her wedding because of how crippling her anxiety is. Do I approach her before the wedding in a, you know, gentle and supportive, but concerned way? Or do I wait until after the wedding 
to kind of say, Hey, I love you. I care about you. And you know, I'm seeing this happen and I, I really want to support you. Um, what do you guys think? Thank you. Okay. First of all, you sound like an amazing friend that you're concerned Mm -hmm. for your friend in this way. And as someone who has anxiety, um, I would say thank you to you because having a friend like you who would have been worried about me in the situation is amazing. Um, Okay. Number one, you know, if you have anxiety, any sort of mental health struggle, the stress of a wedding 100% can amplify that. Also, I don't know if your friend is having not only the planning of it all, but also the emotional stress of who knows what the family dynamics are. There's so much that could be getting into it. Um, My suggestion would be, if I were you, I would not bring up any sort of like where are you at medication-wise, therapy-wise, that type of check until the wedding is over. I would only create support systems for right now. So, for example, if when I got married, I remember at many points feeling so overwhelmed with my anxiety Mm -hmm. and having to make all these decisions that I would hit roadblocks. Mm -hmm. If I would have had someone in my bridal party or a friend or anyone come to me and be like, hey, baby, this whole thing is a nightmare. It's too much to plan on top of work and everything else going on. You worry about you and like, what's what's the thing that you want to focus on? Oh, your wedding dress and the seating chart. That's what you really care about? Great. You handle that. What can I take care of? Let me just help. Like to offer a helping hand and take away certain things is, I think, a game changer. Like for your friend right now, you're saying they can't make the decision between blue and dark blue. If I were you, I would go to your friend and be like, not be like, hey, TikTok, we've got two months left and you know we all have to order our dresses and they're not going to come for six weeks, so we need to make the decision now. I wouldn't approach it like that. I would be like, oh my God, this is too much. This mm-hmm. is crazy. Be that that shoulder and let them know that like you know how wild this is and how anxiety-inducing this is and be like, this is so much. Like, You must be absolutely spinning. It's just so, so much to handle. Like, can I just let you know that like I would love to offer any sort of help for you? Like, would it be helpful for you if I found like two potential dresses and sent them to you? And if you liked one of them, I can pass along the info to all the other bridesmaids and or I can order them for you. Mm-hmm. Like active, helpful things I think would be amazing. I know that would mean a lot to me during my wedding if I would have had that. Um, I wouldn't bring up, I think it's important to check in on her and let her know that you love her and check in on like how she's doing, feeling mental health wise. Are you good? Are you feeling there? Feeling good? I want to be there for you in whatever way. I wouldn't necessarily bring up like questions about meds until after the wedding because I, again, just from my perspective, that might aggravate me more and be like, oh my God, people are viewing me now in this way and do I seem like I'm spiraling and am I not okay? Because then if she's trying to switch meds right before the wedding in two months, that can be too much. Like if that's just a lot. Um, so yeah, those are my thoughts being a supportive friend by loving on her, checking in on her. And then also just like offering active help mm. would be amazing. Mm. 
so that she can just kind of worry about what she needs to specifically worry about. Agreed. Yeah. Entirely. I don't know if I even have anything to add there. But yeah, I would Sorry, wouldn't. I sucked the air out of the room. No, 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 no. You just like covered all the bases and you're someone who has a lot of experience in this. But the only thing I would say is just <clears throat> don't make it about the thing. Just be helpful. Yeah. Think about ways of think thinking about helping of ways of reducing stress. But yeah, not bringing up I think that you're really going through. You know, it's like it, sometimes that puts more focus. What is that now? Is everyone thinking about me having the yeah, illness? Is yeah. everyone seeing that I'm being an anxious ball? Is everyone, you know what I mean? Oh, everyone see, you know, it's like now there's whole new, I wouldn't even like address the issue. I would just be like, what can I do to help? You know, and then mm -hmm. come up with ways of being helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And sometimes I think uh, if, again, speaking for myself, sometimes just like the general, how can I help? I won't take someone up no, on that. No, but like, but like come up with ways to help. Specific <clears throat> like, hey, option A or B is helpful. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Versus like, is there any way that I can help you? I can find myself sometimes just being like, no, 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 I'm fine. And just kind of pushing that yes. away. But if someone's giving me like an active like, hey, I found this website. I went ahead and did and this I, thing and let me know if it helps. Yeah. Boom. I had this idea and da, 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 yeah. da, do you want me to implement it or make these calls? And making calls, sending cool out emails. Cool if I tell all the girls Handling that, other da, da, da. people, big. Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, one more? Yeah, let's do one okay. more. Hi, Evan. Hi, Jess. Hello. Hi, Mom and Dad. <laughs> My name is Hannah from Minnesota. Hi, and Hannah. I low-key maybe am fangirling just a little bit. Um, but I was very excited to finish your first episode of the new year mm. and to hear you're looking for wedding questions. So I wanted to share with mom and dad that I got engaged to my partner, Juan, oh, congratulations, over the holidays, and maybe I see myself a lot in Jess and am very excited for this new era phase of my life. And I took the tiniest peek into wedding planning and immediately got anxiety and stress. <laughs> and so I stopped. This is the so anxiety my episode. My anxious Mom loves. and dad my anxious are, I we want her. a small wedding. Mm -hmm. What are your tips, your tricks, your piece of advice um, for recent newlyweds who are just starting the wedding planning process? Thank you so much. Juan and I are huge fans. We listen to you guys religiously. Love you. Bye. Love you, Hannah and Juan. Congratulations. Love y'all. I love my anxiety babies. My God. Oh my it gosh. is the anxiety. Listen, all of us anxiety babies, we're going to get in a huge cuddle <laughs> pile and just be anxious together. And it makes me so happy. And you're not alone. We're all in this together. I love all of you. Um, okay. Tips and tricks and advice <clears throat> for people who are newly engaged and about to start the process and about to start the process they want a small wedding yeah uh i'll go first yeah. since you, you know more about this than i do since you planned our whole wedding um <laughs> it's true i did yeah. if i could go back we'd you be doing dele it delegated a little more. we would have delegated yeah. i was like i'm gonna do this myself and evan was like yeah babe do whatever you want and then all of a sudden i was like i regret yeah it's all myself but i will just speak from someone who like manages teams of people or works with people and yeah. has to kind of put on events, I guess you would say in that way. Um, the more you put off, the more you're going to pay. Yeah. Like true. The more you're going to pay monetarily, the more you're going to pay in stress, the more you're going to do all that. So like <clears throat> what I would do is I would put 
deadlines. I, I would make a schedule yeah. and put deadlines on them. So okay. like in two weeks, I want this done. In three weeks, I need this done. In four weeks, I want this done. In five weeks, these these three things need to be totally done. Just so you know, like, oh, okay, what do we attack first? Yeah. And I And I would just chip away. Delegate and chip away. Delegate and chip away. Okay, mom and law can handle this. I was going to say, like, ask for help. You know, ask dad help. can help with this. Juan yeah. can help with this. It's kind of like <clears throat> delegate. But the quicker you can just get on the process, mm-hmm. the quicker you will have more fun with it and the quicker you will not not stress. Yeah. It's the let's wait. I don't want to think about it. I have two months to go. Scramble. That's when all hell breaks loose and you're not able to be present. So... <clears throat> Just take your time. Yeah. Kind of put together a vision board, put together kind of what needs to get done. Mm-hmm. Maybe sit with someone who's good at it and say, well, you know, let's get this thing done. But like, the, don't wait. Just start now. I mean, even if you're getting married in two years, start now. And just then it'll be so easy to chip away, chip away, chip away. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I don't know if you have an exact wedding date yet, but, you know, if you know that you it's something that you're like, Oh God, we're busy Mm -hmm. and it's going to take forever to plan. I agree with Evan, like just, you know, chipping away Then give yourself time. Don't make the wedding be in three months. You know what I mean? Like make it so that maybe you can enjoy the process. I think a lot of people end up stepping away after the wedding and be like, that was a nightmare to plan. Um, but if you give yourself time, I'm sure that you can enjoy the process way yeah. more. And like you said, to giving yourself deadlines by then not having to like at the very end, like rush panic because everything ends up costing more too. Yeah. Um, I know that you said it's going to be a small wedding, which I love, by the way. Um, I would say, I don't know budget wise where you all are at, um, but something that I think is worth paying for if it is a budget possibility like i would diminish costs of other things to pay for this is to have someone who is a quote-unquote a wedding planner or your go-to person Mm -hmm. maybe you could even have a go-to person who's a friend or Mm -hmm. a family member that you don't have to then you know be monetarily paying you can just pay in love and compliments (laughs) but like somebody who's the go-to um throughout this whole thing who's good at organization just because um the day of the wedding you are are going to just be wanting to enjoy every single moment of it and having someone who you trust who's like going to be handling the behind the scenes stuff on the day of so that a million people aren't coming up to you being like is this happening this person isn't here yet when are we starting like you don't want that you You want want someone else to be the person i feel like if you're gonna if if you're gonna spend money having someone to have a, a point person a wedding planner or you know again just a friend is is super important agreed and like we said too earlier in the episode, as far as like having a, a wedding that's amazing, it's about the energy. Yeah, It's the people you invite. So always remember, and I feel like I always say this when weddings get brought up, remember this is about you and Juan, not anybody else. I don't care what they say. This is your day. This is your both of your day. And so you invite and you do what you need to do to make it a day that will only bring joy, okay? And at the end of the day, you got good people there and you got good music playing. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to be a vibe. It's just make it a everything. party. Yeah. Party just first. A party. <laughs> party first. Party first. And again, you do it exactly the way that you want to do it. If you're like, oh, I'm going to be nervous doing vows in front of everybody and you'd prefer to, you know, get married, just mm-hmm. the two of you with your officiant alone before the actual, then do that. 
do what do whatever is going to make you feel the most joyous and you don't have to worry about playing by the rules you do what's going to be best for you agreed so but congratulations sending you so much yes. love uh, we love all of you we again we got so many wedding questions we that did. in the upcoming call we'll homes talk about more too. we'll we'll keep doing some wedding ones mm-hmm. because we got all sorts of wedding all questions of and stories yes. too so yes. those are going to be fun to well, keep we'll diving see you guys into friday yeah, we'll see you Friday. We've got some upcoming. Um, Joey season is almost Joey upon us. We're going to have us. cast bios coming up. Yes. Um, so stay tuned. And we love you all. We love you. See you in a couple days. Bye. Bye.